The advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Good morning and welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod and I'm distracted because I have toys, toys that I want to play with. Uh, and I'm going to show you later and then we're going to play and we're going to have a really good time because um, you know I love that. Uh, but we're coming to you live from the Warner Center in Woodland Hills, California. This is the home for Autism Live. It is also the home for the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. And I'm so excited and proud to be here uh, with you in this capacity. This makes my whole day. So uh, we're going to be with you live for the next hour talking about autism from a 360 degree perspective and we hope that you will join us. This entire program is meant to be interactive. We want to hear from you. We want to know what your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your concerns are. Sometimes you just need to shout out into the universe and know that you're heard. So please, uh, Traven's going to start to show you, he's already started to show you some of the ways that you can connect with us here. While he does that, I want to remind you that our homepage is right there on the screen. It's autism-live.com. When you go there, that's just one of the ways that you can connect with us, but when you go there, you're going to see that there's a lot of stuff on the page. It's very interactive. I, I you know, it's that thing of, oh, I don't want it to be overwhelming, but I want you to be able to do all the things that you can do. So we've made it searchable um, in lots of different ways. Uh, you can search by, by topics, you can search by guest, by authors, because we have some people that are regulars on the show. So if you're particularly interested in the stuff when Dr. Grampichet is here, or you're, you really like it when we do the recipes, or you like it when Temple Grandin, you know, we have categories of things that are sort of recurring and you can click on those. Um, or you can search by topic. Um, lots and lots of different ways for you to get information and to watch some of the thousands of hours of videos that we've done here over the last eight years. Um, now, if you want to chat from that place, all you have to do is go to the chat at the bottom of the page. There's a little red button. You click it. It opens up a little box and you can start typing and hit enter and I can see that not quite in real time. There's about a two minute delay while it goes up to a satellite and gets rerouted and comes back down to us. Don't we live in an amazing age? So uh, write in your questions early. We love, love, love to hear from you. I uh, also want to point out that at the top of the page there are things, uh, for those of you who are much more text than picture, there are things there to do. There is a little icon that says um, Toy Guide. And if you click on that, you can go to this year's 2019 Autism Live Toy and Gift Guide to see some of the things that we feature here on the show um, that we, you know, some of the things that we're talking about that are truly, truly awesome. Uh, if you 
like something that you see in the toy guide and you want to purchase it. So many of you told us in previous years that you were like, I don't want to have to go search it. You know, that's an extra step for me. So what we did was we made the title of the toy interactive. If you click on it, it is linked to a place where you can purchase it. We don't receive any money from that. It's, we're not an affiliate program. Uh, we just recommended these toys and we wanted to make it easy for you. All right. Uh, I will tell you that when a toy wins, we get donated um, these things that are here on the table and those all get um, from the toy company, they get donated and then we donate them to individuals and families on the spectrum. So uh, that's a really wonderful thing that we're able to do during the holidays. And if you go to one of our events that we are at, then you have the opportunity to get some of these toys. Uh, and so we have already been at a couple events here in Los Angeles. We were at the Sensitive Santa event and gave away hundreds of wrapped toys and it was really fabulous. And people got to take a picture with Santa. We donated toys to the Autism Works Now holiday party. So those were given to young adults who are trying to get jobs on the autism and they're on the autism spectrum. And then we are going to be at the Ed Asner Family Center holiday party on Saturday uh, and we were going to be giving away um, lots and lots of toys so we hope that if you live locally that you will uh, come and join us and and be there to participate in that okay we uh, I do like to remind you on Thursdays because I have a second to do that usually uh, that we have lots of experts who are on the show I'm not one of them I please don't mistake me for an autism expert not an autism expert do I have an informed opinion why yes I do have I been hosting shows about autism now for about to be 10 years yes that's crazy to me, but um, yes, I have, and I've been an autism parent now for 14 years, so I guess it's over 10 years. What am I saying? I'm over 10 years hosting shows, and I've interviewed a lot of people, so I have an informed opinion. That's what I have, but not an expert in autism. Please don't confuse me, but if you want my informed opinion, you know I'm happy to share that with you, and the other thing about me is that I want to be in your corner and be your cheerleader. I, I am well aware as an autism parent who's been on this journey now for 14 years that there are some tough days, right? There's also some days where you get to celebrate and throw your arms up and go look at what's possible, right? I know that there's the yin and the yang of that, right? And I wanna be your cheerleader in the corner for both. I wanna cheer you on and help to lift you up for those days that it's hard, right? And let you know that it's possible and there's all kinds of hope, right? We, I, I always say, let's take hands, si se puede. We can do this together. You can't do it by yourself. That's the one thing I'll tell you. Let go of the idea that you could, right? Because that doesn't do anybody any good. Uh, there are lots of people who want to help you, and I'm one of them. I can't know everything, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, omnipotent or omniscient, but I'm happy to research. If you'll write into the show and say, Shannon, this is the problem I'm having, I'm happy to go find you an expert to talk about that, right? So that's our deal here. By the way, we welcome the larger autism community. Whether you are an individual on the autism spectrum, of course we welcome you, right? But we also welcome everybody who loves you. Uh, be that your spouse, your significant other, your parents, the people who uh, are, are the practitioners um, that are working with you, your teachers, that's the larger autism community. So we welcome all of you. Everybody can ask questions. Everybody's got a, a, a piece of this together. Because we may not agree on everything. In fact, we may not agree on much. <laughs> 
let's be honest about that. But the one thing we agree about is that we, we love individuals who are on the autism spectrum and we want to help them to achieve the things that they want to that are relevant to them and for them to receive the dignity and the help and support if they need it that they do actually need. Okay. So that's my soapbox for that. Now, on Thursday mornings, we like to start with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. This is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to figure out what in the hey, nani, nani are the experts talking about so that we can begin to understand and use this term in our life and understand what the importance of it is. We've stepped into this new world and, you know, there's no tour guide uh, although I, I fancy myself a tour guide. Moving, moving, right? <laughs> right? So uh, the jargon is intense. Man, you can get buried in the jargon in the first week uh, if, if, if you allow it to. I certainly did. So we take this on one bite at a time uh, and we try to give you, we give you the actual definition whenever appropriate. I make wild hysterical fun of the actual definition which no one can understand and then we water it down for you and try to give you a way to, to begin to understand what this might mean to you, what the context is of this term and why it's important for you to learn it. Okay, so you see already our jargon term for today is BCBA. Welcome to the land of alphabet, right? So let's take a look at what BCBA means and why it might be important to you. So BCBA strictly stands for Board Certified Behavior Analyst. Okay, well, you know, that's as definitions go, I mean, that just tells us those words, board certified behavior analyst, and we can have thoughts and feelings about that. But let's take a look at what our, you know, what our working definition of it is to understand. So a, BC, a BCBA is someone who is trained extensively in the application of the principles of ABA. I, I'd actually like to make fun of our working definition because it has more alphabet land in it, right? So ABA is Applied Behavior Analysis. It is uh, not a new science at all. In fact, it's a very old science in the behavior, uh, in, into the science of behavior. Why do living creatures behave the way that they do and what are the patterns around that and how can we increase some behaviors and decrease other behaviors, right? That's what ABA is all about. Here's the confusion that some people have is that ABA was not invented for autism, nor is it only used for autism. In fact, quite the contrary. It was not invented for autism. It wasn't until uh, in the mid-80s that it began to be used for autism, and some very wonderful people, some of whom we know, in fact, one of them is Dr. Doreen Grampiche, discovered that, hey, ABA is very effective in treating autism. In fact, if you do certain variables of ABA, that roughly 50% of the individuals that you work with, if they're in a certain age and you do a certain intensity, roughly 50% of them will gain so many skills and decrease their challenging skills to the point where they can no longer be qualified for an autism spectrum disorder. Disorder doesn't mean that their brain doesn't work the way that they did before, but now they don't have a disorder. Isn't that a very exciting thing? So, uh, you know, more and more people began to do ABA as people learned that, oh, this is really effective. And um, we always want to be measured and, and know that there's somebody who knows what they're doing working with an individual. And so there is a board, the BACB. I know. 
alphabet, 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 that uh, it's just like doctors, right? You become uh, a board-certified doctor. So with a BACB, you become a board-certified behavior analyst. And that is, in fact, a wonderful thing. What that says is that you have done certain, you've completed certain coursework. You have sat for exams, in fact, you know, uh, in front of a board to prove your knowledge. And then you have committed to certain things ethically, that you will behave ethically and responsibly, or you will lose your license. And that you will regularly, regularly take uh, continuing education courses to learn more about this craft that you have said that you're an expert in. That is what a BCBA is. Let's talk about what a BCBA isn't. It doesn't mean that the person knows anything about autism. It really doesn't. If you're learning about ABA, then you're learning about the principles of, of applied behavior analysis. You could take a whole bunch of classes. They use ABA for businesses and corporations and Olympic athletes, and they use it in senior citizens' homes. There are lots of applications for ABA that do not have to do with autism. There's an entire field of, of uh, ABA that's just about autism, but there is a bigger field that is not about autism. So we want you, whenever you're doing ABA, to make sure that you have a really good, strong BCBA on your case. I call these people superheroes because they can make the difference. You know, you could just spin your wheels. It's like the difference, you guys, if you decide to go do an exercise program on your own and, you know, you're like, I'll just, I'll just handle it my own or you hire a private trainer who knows exactly how to get the response that you need with your body, with your lifestyle. What is the end result going to be? Same thing, right? You get an expert and they go, here's how we're going to make this faster, better, and we're going to get thing, the things done that we need to, we're going to hit our goals, right? A BCBA is trained to be able to do that. But the other thing that our families need to know is that you have to know if this person is experienced in autism. And in the kinds of autism that your particular child or that you are engaging in. So if you are an adult on the autism spectrum and you are holding a job but you're finding certain things that are difficult and you go, hey, you know, I want to try some ABA because I hear that it's great for Olympic athletes and I know that it's good for autism and, you know, I'm kind of an Olympic athlete in the boardroom, but I, I need a little bit of help because I'm finding that I'm hitting this wall. I want to get a BCBA. So you would look for a BCBA who not only has proficiency in the realm of autism, but has proficiency with adults and dealing with the kinds of issues that you're dealing with. Then you'd be cooking with gas and then that would be very exciting. And I bet you you'd make the things that are in your way you would make fast work of, right? Um, and by the way, for those of you who have a three-year-old who was just diagnosed and you're like, I, my insurance pays for ABA, that's great, I'm going to go to this ABA company, you want to make sure that you have a BCBA that is does the architect of your child's program, that they have experience in the field of autism, and that they are used to working with a three-year-old who is like your child, and that might be lots of different things. So BCBAs I call them the superheroes, right? And I am their biggest fan. But when, you know, you've got to make sure that you have one that is right for your team. Experienced in autism, experienced in the type of autism that you are looking at. But a BCBA is the answer to getting that progress that you want fast, right? You want to be efficient and, and you want to, you know, you want to be able to do it in, in a way that is right for that individual. There is no cookie cutter right? This is not paint by number. This is a toolkit. And knowing how to use the tools mm, and the BCBAs uh, 
they, they have a toolkit that they have already for ABA, but then when they know about autism, then great things happen. That was the tree that I just built. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we always have a question of the day for you. Our question for you today. Bum, ba, da, da. We need sound effects, Draven. Uh, what is your superpower? I was talking about superheroes. What's your superpower? We all have one, right? My superpower is that I can talk you under the table. I think you already knew that. <laughs> right? I can out-talk anybody. Uh, and apparently I come by it naturally. Uh, my dad used to tell the story about how uh, he was in the, the last class that didn't have kindergarten. Right after him, because my mother was a younger year younger than him and she had kindergarten, but he didn't. Um, so he went off to first grade and he the first day in first grade they were going around the room and his dad had already passed away and they were asking all of the kids you know about you know what does your what does your dad do because it was you know a lot of moms back then weren't working um, but of course then they got to my dad and he was like well my dad is dead and they were like well what does your mom do and he said oh my mom is Frida Penrod and she is the great talker and <laughs> It's the story that they always used to tell. And my dad used to say, you are so much like my mom. Uh, <laughs> you are the great talker. Uh, so that's my superpower. What's yours? What, what have you, because everybody has one. What's your superpower? Please write into us on Facebook. I am going to take some time to look, uh, hopefully before the end of the show, and see what your superpowers are so that I can feel uh, closer to you and, and know, ooh, like some superpowers are really great. Sometimes the talking thing is good, and let's face it, sometimes it's not, right? Uh, okay, so uh, not only do we always have a question of the day, we have a topic for the week, and our overreaching topic this week is play to your strengths. So if you know what your superpower is, right, and we already talked about, like, what do we need to shore up? Because this is the thing always. And by the way, this is for us. This is for our kids. This is for our friends, the people we work with. Like, you know, if you're leading a team of people and you're looking at this team of people, do we, we want to stretch people, right? We want to shore up the things that they're not good at, right? That's a thing that we always want to be working on because we all need to be stretching and moving, right? But we also want to play to our strengths. If you know that you're good at something, then that's the thing that you want to lead with. I had uh, dinner the other night with a, a couple of college friends and we we didn't mean to be but somehow we got onto this topic and we were talking about how within our group of friends there are people that we know are good at one thing and people that are good at another thing like if I have a financial question I know that I'm gonna go to my friend Lisa because she's got that financial financial thing figured out and I just don't right that is not my area um, but if somebody needs somebody to call and deal with an issue on the phone uh, that's like a customer service issue or you're not getting through to the right person, they call me and they go, Shannon, I, we need you to, and, I, and I'm the person that can do that, right? So we, within our group, we have found, and we don't do it all the time, but we have found that, okay, I know that so-and-so is good at this, so that's the person that I'm going to go to with that. We play to our strengths while trying to shore up our weaknesses. Isn't that what it's all about? Um, so play to your strengths. What are your strengths? Have you identified what they are? And have you identified what the things are that you need to work on that are not your strengths, that, um, but they're things that are gonna be essential that you can't assign to somebody else? You know what I mean? Um, so, but the playing to the strengths, that's when it feels good, right? When you know that you're in your sweet spot and you know that you're doing the thing that you're supposed to do, ooh, that's when it's good. So, uh, that's for us. 
but isn't that true for our kids too? And looking at our kids, I think it's so important to get our kids evaluated on a regular basis. But the first time that we get our kids evaluated, I a lot of times they'll give parents these really detailed reports and we go, ah, I don't really get it. Take the time. Take the time to sit down and make them explain it to you so that you know what your child's strengths are. And, and then you keep learning about it, right? Um, we all learn in different ways. We all feel love in different ways. And if you know the way that somebody learns and the way that they feel loved, man, you get so much more done and they are a happier person because you're not rewarding them in a way that isn't meaningful to them and you're helping them to understand something in a context that they can understand. Temple Grandin uh, you know, did a talk, a TED talk years ago where she talked about the different types of brains and how they learn and that she was visual. And you know, that part of the conversation, I was like, I got you. I got this because I'm visual. So I understand where she's coming when she, from when she talks about visual. And I have conversations with Temple and it's great, right? I, I know where she's coming from because I get it that she's visual. And if I have to explain something to her, I know that if I give her the visual from it, she's going to have a better chance. We speak the same language. But she was talking about how other people's brains are whole concept. And, and I was like, I don't, like, how could you even think that? I don't even understand how that means. But she was talking about it and describing it. And as she described it, it clicked. That's my son. So when I'm trying to explain something to my son and I'm saying to him, you know, it's sitting on top of the whatever. Ooh. He, you know, for him, that's like nails on a chalkboard, right? If I give him the whole concept of what it is and where it is, much better. So instead of saying, you know, I need you to go up to your bedroom and on top of your dresser, you know, there's, I, I left a screwdriver that's, you know, I've lost him already, right? Because that's me describing it visually, giving them the picture of where it is. Instead, if I say to him, I've lost a screwdriver and it's in your room. I think it might be on your dresser, but I'm not 100% sure. He knows what he's going upstairs. It's an entirely different thing, but I'm much more successful because he needs the whole concept. And that's just a sliver. Imagine what a teacher can do with that in the classroom when you know how that individual learns. So we want to play to his strength, which is the whole concept. So that's we're fine hopefully we'll find a little bit more time this hour to talk about that but we have things to do because we are going to show you this amazing line of of toys so our first guest today is going to be a wonderful individual jasmine uh, I don't have her last name, and I don't know why I don't have her last name, but Jasmine from Ozma was going to be joining us and um we're Kingsbury. That's what her last name is. Thank you, Trayvon. And we're going to be talking about this really unique toy that won so many different awards that we had. And, I, and honestly, I could have given them 35 million more awards, and they've already won other awards as well. I know that many of you, your kiddos have an iPad because they need to have an iPad for various and sundry reasons, but there's the concern about how much time they're spending and how we want them to have experiential knowledge, and I got you. This is it. This is it. So we're going to be back and talk about that a little bit later on. We're going to do a mindfulness moment because it's the holidays and we need a mindfulness moment. Oh my goodness. Don't we need it right about now? Okay. So that and more plus your comments after these messages stick with us. 
Welcome back. I, I'm so busy playing, it's like I don't have time for you guys, and I'll, I'll try to fix that because I'm having such a good time. I am here in the studio with Jasmine Kingsbury. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for She's having me. She's a representative for Osmo, Osmo, which we love. I'm playing Osmo, and it's talking to me, uh, and I'm having a really good time. So uh, let's say first that uh, there were two awards that we gave you guys this year, but really I wanted to give you like 14. Can I be honest about That's that? Awesome. Um, because it your products are amazing. We've been fans for a long time. But let's talk specifically the awards that we did for the Genius Starter Kit, which is this one. Uh, we gave this our School Age Top Toy Award. And if you guys don't know, Top Toy means that so many people voted for it in so many categories, and we personally just felt like it was amazing, right? Great. Um, so that's what gets the top toy award. Uh, this Genius Starter Kit, which I am playing with right now, uh, that's super awesome. But we also gave for the Teen Tween, there's a coding Osmo, I think it's right there by you, and we gave that the STEM award um, as well. So you guys notice that green, we're shooting on a green screen, so it makes, it, it color codes green out so you can see that it looked like it was invisible. <laughs> it's great, but it's not invisible. Let's just say that. So. Um, this, uh, let's talk just a, let's back up just a little bit, Jessica, and talk a little bit about Osmo and, and what it is for people sure. who don't know anything about Osmo. Yes. Um, and I'm going to play while you talk. Okay, great, <laughs> great. Um, so Osmo, we were, the brand was founded in 2013 by two ex-Googlers. Um, and the goal was to create something really awesome that sparked imagination um, yes. for kids. And you can see that with Osmo, you know, we understand that kids learn best through play, by yes. doing things. So every single game we have, and we have 18 games currently and growing, wow. um, includes some type of physical action as well as tangible pieces. So I see you're playing Tangram there. I am Tangramming <laughs> it here. So they're, you know, tangible pieces. And I will say also that the magic of Osmo really is this red reflector um, that goes over your camera here. So everything that you are interacting with the games um, is being is sort of coming to life on the screen. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really incredible. Um, we're geared towards ages three through ten years old. We're in over a million homes. Teachers love us. We're in thirty thousand schools and growing. Um, and it's learning through play, which is amazing. Yes. But here's here's some of what we saw in this uh, and have loved in this is that. When we just were talking about ABA and how ABA is effective in um, treating autism, right? But one of the things that we know through ABA, through the science of behavior, is that if you want to learn something, that there are two things that predict whether or not you're going to learn it. And the first thing is how much opportunity do you have to learn it? And the second one is how much feedback, immediate feedback, do you right. get? And that is what Osmo does. Like, I have goosebumps thinking yes. about the immediate feedback that you get and so many of you are worried about screen time screen time screen time and why why are you worried about that because sometimes your kiddo learns but we're all concerned about taking out that experiential part of exactly. the learning right because yes. we know how important that is so Osmo I, I said earlier you worried about that I got you. Osmo's got you because 
what it does is it supercharges your iPad and makes it experiential. It takes what's on the screen here, puts it in front of the child so that they're having to deal with this. In, it's 3D, so yeah. they're experiencing the whole thing, which right. is spectacular for our kiddos. But the other part is, is that it gives immediate feedback. Right. As I'm doing the, it shows me the puzzle. And for Tangrams, I mean, the lessons that you guys have are awesome for kiddos on the spectrum because not only I've got these shapes, right? And, and they're colors um, and they're and different sizes. So we, I can work on triangle here. I can work on blue, but then it, it ups the game here and it says, okay, we're, we're going to give you um, a shape and then you have to recreate it. You will see when you're working with small kids with autism that one of the first things that we do is block imitation, mm -hmm. where we take a block and we try, we set up blocks in a certain configuration and see if they can follow it because it's learning through observation. It's just the very beginning building block of I'm going to teach you, so let's see if you can learn through observation. Mm -hmm. So now with Osmo, we've got this for an older kiddo where they're trying to match the shapes and it's problem solving yes. because, and it's, like really intense problem solving because you have to flip. Right. There's one shape. I don't even know what you call this. Is that Paral a is that a parallelogram? Yes, I think it I is. Believe it is. And um, but it, sometimes it goes. You know, you have to flip right. it. Right. Right. And um, it was noticing. The Osmo was noticing that I was having a problem with it. And right. what was great was that it prompted me. Yeah. And it said, oh, that pesky orange piece. Yes. And it flashed on the screen to show me. And it showed me how to flip it. It saw that I wasn't getting it, right. and it gave me immediate feedback that was really kind and gentle yes. Yes. and not, you messed up. Because, you know, a lot of the video games, like, exactly. they're very punitive. Right. And they'll right. go, you didn't get that right. <laughs> right? We don't want that yes. for our kids. This was this was lovely. and, I, and But it noticed that I right. couldn't do, and it gave me feedback when I got it. It, right. it makes these happy little noises, and the owl flows, yes. flies around, yes. and, and it flashes, and, and it says, one more. Right. You know, so there's all of this feedback I can see on the screen when I'm getting it right, because right. it changes colors. Yes. It's yes. smart, y'all. It's really, really smart. <laughs> and I think, you know, they, with Osmo, when we develop these experiences, we want that to be a playful, stress-free environment for yeah. kids. So even with math games, you know, it's you're pretending you're in a fish tank and you have to pop the bu bubbles. And, um, for example, in the Genius Starter Kit, we have a numbers game. So with these number tiles, um, what's great is you're creative with math. So math isn't so scary. There's different ways to solve for 15, right? So you can say 1 plus 14 equals 15, 3 plus 5 equals 15. So the child will use, and adults, we love this too, um, will use these number tiles and experiment and just explore different ways of solving for 15. So Which is really great fun. because, you know, former teacher here yes. and... You know, I know that people have different feelings about doing the core curriculum, right. but part of the core curriculum was to get our children to not just learn the facts, right. but be, to be able to use it experientially in their life, in real life. So not just knowing right. that 7 and 8 make 15, right. but understanding yeah. that 15 is a quantity that can be arrived at many different sure. ways, understanding the concept right. of 15, right. which is something that sometimes takes a, just sometimes, not always, takes a hair longer with our kiddos on the spectrum. Sometimes they get it before we do. So, but this is an amazing, and you've got so many different products here. So let's talk about what some of the different things. And each kit comes with different 
tangible pieces. Yes. Yes. We we would call them um, different things. things. But that's stimuli. <laughs> and, we yes. call, and, and in the ABA <laughs> world, we would call them stimuli. But yes. in the school world, they call them yes. manipulative. Yes. Right. Yes. So, but you call them what again? The tangible pieces. Tangible Hands pieces. Hands on play. I like that. Yes. Hands yes. on play. Yes. And I I love. Can I? You know, part of what I love to talk about is when toys are well made, how they feel. Yes. And these feel really nice. Very durable. Yes. Um, and all of our, I mean, this is parent, when I say parent approved as well as with the learning piece yes. of, of Osmo, uh, for example, our coding pieces, they're washable, you know, kids playing over and over. We yes. want to make sure that they're durable and washable. And that there's a convenient way to put them away that isn't crazy. Yes. And yes. Or crazy making. Right. And right. this is really, really cool. It's tidy. very satisfying. That's yes. my new word for things when they're good. It's very satisfying, yeah. you guys. So, uh, okay, so the, the one that I was showing was the Genius Starter Kit. Yes. And, and it had these three stackable little things, and they, and they have little labels right. on them, too, that yes. makes me really, and little lids. Yes. So it's almost like those bento boxes. Right, yes, right? the storage containers. Very, yes. very satisfying. Stay tidy. <laughs> so this one comes with the numbers and the tangrams and the letters. Letters. The words, yes. excuse me. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so there are five games um, in Genius Starter Kit. So yes, so there's a word words game. Mm -hmm. um, this is this is really fun. It's sort of like Hangman. So um, there will be a clue it. that will pop up on the screen, for example, an image of a cat. Uh -huh. And there will, there will be a space, A-T. So the child will have to figure out what letter is missing. Um, and and, and it, it gets, gets more advanced. And yes. all of them get progressively harder yes. because it's it's watching and, and, you know, and it can challenge you. Yep. Exactly. So wonderful. And we okay. could play alone, but we could play together. <laughs> so, so there could smart. be some, some fun um, with that as well. So, you know, Tangram, we went over, just a yes. fun puzzle game. Super fun. Yes. Um, and then the numbers was the fun math game um, that I just... Really and now, so what you get in the box are all these, the, the tangible pieces, pieces, plus you get the base that right. the iPad sits in, and you get this piece that goes red on reflector. the top. Yes. That, what do you guys call that? There's red, ref red reflector. Red yes. reflector. <laughs> I also love that there is a, there is a yes. hole here in the bottom so that right. I can be charging while playing. Exactly. And I know my parents will appreciate that, right? Because yes. there's nothing worse than getting the child engaged right. and they're loving the toy, yes. and then the thing, you know, the iPad dies right. and you can't charge it while doing it. So yes. very clever. Yes. Very clever. Uh, okay. So that's what comes with this one. And this is called the Genius Starter Kit. Yes. Uh, this one is rated ages six to 10. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, I know that, you know, that's about, that's an average thing. Some of you might have a kiddo who's five, who's super great at these things right. and very into their iPad and you want them to be working on these things yes. in that experiential way. So I would say a little loose on those age yes. ranges, especially yes. on the spectrum. Yes. Uh, okay. So that's the Genius Starter Kit. We super love that. Where can they get it? Uh, Playosmo.com. Um, and you can also check for your local retailers, Amazon, Target, Best Buy. Okay, now the other part of this that I want people to know is that, so you have this starter right. kit, but then you do need to download the free apps for yes. each game yes. on whatever the thing is that is for your tablet. Correct. So if it's the Google Play Store or the App Store, whatever, they're free if they've come if they've come right. with the, the little stacks. Yes. Um, and, and so then they're on the iPad and it, yes. it's 
you know, and then yeah. so updates, you don't, exactly. right? That's what's amazing is that right. we're constantly building new content. Right. So it's just endless creativity, a lot of new games that are constantly being updated. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. And I, I want to mention also, while we're showing um, iPad, if you have an Amazon Fire tablet at home, uh -huh. we're also compatible with a Fire tablet. There you go. Uh, really spectacular. Yeah. So about, you know, how much would this retail for in the store? Around $99. Okay. Okay, so incredible to supercharge the iPad. Yes. And then once you have this, yes. then you can add on. Right. Okay, so add that's really yes. spectacular. Yes. So this is the Genius Starter Kit. Let's yes. talk about the little Genius yes. uh, Starter Kit. For our little learners. <laughs> so this is yes. rated age three to five, yep. but sort of the similar pack, but a different age range that we're talking about. Correct, yes. Okay. So fun games. We have some silicone pieces. I wish we had, I brought the, the pieces here, but we can open. Great. I can open. Um, so we're building letters. I also love how everything is packaged. It's really I mean, beautiful. I do continue to say uh, that it's really wonderful. There's even a way that your child, that there's a punch out part where your child can take yes. a picture of themselves. And they become an automat. Um, and we've got our play mat here. Yes. Yes, I love, 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 love these. Uh, I just need two hands is all. I'm trying to balance it and not. Um, so take a look, you guys. So this is the Squiggle Magic. Yes, an ABC. So you can also, they love. can build different shapes, build letters. Oh, you it's guys. It's lots of fun. So, so fabulous with this Squiggle Magic. Okay, we've got. Uh, and then we have stories and costume parties. So your little one can pretend they're getting ready for a costume party and go through different worlds. So they can put on an astronaut hat with a hula skirt and just have fun with all types of characters. I love this. So here's wow. my, my Viking hat <laughs> that I can put on. Uh, really wonderful. Okay, so this one is, if you've got kids that are a little bit younger. Yes, three to five. But if, so if you've gotten the little genius starter kit and then your child gets a little bit older and you want to yes. be able to buy right. these, can you buy the ones you from the other without on, having the whole kit? You, or You can add on. Okay. Yes, separate pieces. Okay. Yep. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Okay, so okay. that's wonderful and that's yes. also available. Same. I mean, they're available pretty much everywhere, yes. right? Yes, yes. Playosmo.com uh, would be the best okay. uh, to see where your local retailers are too. And um, and as always, on our guide, if you go to Autism Live and you're on our guide, uh, if you hover over the name of it, it'll take you there if you click. Uh, okay, so let me okay. put this out of the way. And do we want to talk a little bit about the play mat and why, um, why that's sure, a cool thing? Sure, sure. When we were so. testing, yeah, we want to make sure that the lighting and that the iPad camera is actually capturing um, yeah. everything below. So this just helps keep everything in that play space area. So it doesn't matter if you're, um, you know, for instance, um, you know, you've gone to grandma's house, right. right? And I have a glass table here. And so that was a, you know, but so they give you a play mat so that you can make it work wherever you yes, go. Yes. And a really cool thing also, you don't need Wi-Fi. So we've had parents oh. say, this is amazing, especially everyone's traveling for the holidays. Yes. Um, I can bring this on the airplane. I can bring this with us to grandma's house or to the family house and um, no Wi-Fi needed. All right, Traven says we have a question. What is the oldest generation of iPad that it will work with? Ooh, let's That's see. That's a good question. That's a good question. I, I think the best thing is to, we're compatible with most iPads, but okay. to go on playosmo.com, I believe it's iPad 2. Okay. And okay. 
that's the that's the oldest but they should wonderful check okay so we have a couple of other things here i'm going to weed out as because we talked okay. about the little genius um and so what do you want to talk about next um we could talk let's talk about this other creative. kit we have oh. the creative starter kit this is mo the monster he is a fuzzy orange character He's our friend that takes us through drawing adventures. So um, what you do with Mo is you can go on magic shows, you can go to different adventures like Candyland. So he will instruct you what to draw to help bring him through this adventure. And it's really a magical moment of whatever you're drawing in front of a screen, Mo will pull up into his world and it's, it's really fun. I wish, yes. Next That's time we'll have cool. to, I would definitely recommend playing um, Okay, you got it. So really, really wonderful. Now, you could you start with this one? You could also start with this one, Because it comes yes. with the base and it comes yes. with the, the, what do you call it, the red? Red reflector. Red reflector. The magic, I was yes. going to call it the red mirror, uh, the red reflector. So uh, you could start with this one, and this has an age rating of 5 to 10. Yes. But I think for some of our kiddos that are on the spectrum, that you're wanting to do, you know, drawing and yep. beginning animation, this would be a great way to get yes. them interested in all of that. Um, so I would, I would tell you that you could go significantly older than 10 on this one. Okay. Um, look, I'm 57 and I've had a ball with this, okay? I just don't think that you should limit yourself right. to yes. you know, thinking that this is for kids because that's yes. craziness. Uh, <laughs> this is for everybody. Okay, and then we have a couple more. Let's talk about sure. the coding one. Coding, yes. Um, so this is Coding Obby. Uh, we also have Coding Jam, um, which I believe also won a recent award. Um, but basically, this is a great introduction to coding. Um, what if I had some play pieces? I think we have... Um, while this is Coding Jam, or Coding Obby, um, I can speak also a little bit about Coding Jam, is you start, the kids will use these coding blocks, there's about 23 magnetic blocks, and they will pick their own band, make their own tunes, tell the character which instrument to play, mm -hmm. so um, they can build a band and use these types of blocks, and you can see they're really fun, this is a fun yeah. part. Super loud. <laughs> Magnetic. Yes. Yeah. So as you can see, um, the different actions that we'll be telling the characters what to do, yeah. um, which instrument. So if we want to go down to the left, up to the right, um, and then this will tell, help instruct the character how many times, um, and they just create these sequences, press play, and it's it's a lot of lot of different adventures. And I gotta say, if you have a kiddo who's interested in, I've, I've talked about Temple Grandin a lot today, probably because I talked to her the other day, and, and we were talking about how important it is that kids just don't play video games. Right. She was saying about how important it is for them to start making their own video games, yes, right? Yes. And that concept sometimes is so far away and you don't know how to get there. Well, the first thing you have to understand is the basic concept of, you know, I do, I make a script. Right. And the script determines what will happen on the screen. That's really what coding is. Yes. And so this allows them to visually and in 3D yes. make right. a script without them having to know right you know, a certain type of code, right. right? This is the code right here, and that they link together, that this action goes with this action, and then I put a three on it. And if you've ever done any coding, 
this really sets it up in a way that sets them up for success when they will switch over to learn maybe Java or other things right. um, because it, it really is the same thing. They're just going to use X's and Y's and a value. Right. Right? Yes. So, so this really is a, a great starter. And if you see that your kiddo really loves video games, I really think that it's unconscionable to not introduce them to how their characters move on right. their video games. Right. Like you're really missing out. Yes. On, you know, showing them, you know, something that is a very beneficial skill. And when we talk about job skills and how many individuals on the autism spectrum, if they understand coding, the jobs that they are av available for, eligible for, we have companies that have made commitments that they will hire a certain number of people on the spectrum, but they have to know a little bit of coding. So this is setting your kiddo up for success and they will be having a ball. Yes. Isn't it's a that lot the of best fun. toy? Yes. This is why we gave this the Teen Tween Award because we were like, there's, they're right in that age range. Now, I know it says on here it's 5 to 12, right. um, but I really think for some of our teens, this is... This is the, this is the, because now they get it. They go, oh, yes. so when you transfer it over into the X and Y's, right. it's no biggie. Right. It's not a new concept for them. Right. They're like, oh, I've already done it this way. I know exactly how to do it. Exactly. Uh, it will make total, total sense for them. So, plus, which is just stinking fun. It is really fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, <Yes>. but, <laughs> but when you, like, put it down and you go, well, okay, well, I'm going to make him do this, right. and then the character does that, yes. and then you go, well, what else can I right. make this? Right. Then you get into the creativity part yes. of it, and it's the keys to the kingdom. Yes. So, so clever. Yes. You yes. guys are smart. <laughs> Uh, okay, we have one more, and that's the this this smaller Osmo um, that we want to yes. talk about. That's pretty basic. Yes. So actually, this is this is another version of our uh, genius genius starter kit. Mm -hmm. So I will actually switch to the Pizza Co. that okay. I think we had, but this was this was a different um, packaging. Oh. Different. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. But that's okay. That's okay. And I don't have um, so. Another game we can talk about okay. since we're close to lunch is pizza. Uh, who, who does who not does like pizza? pizza? Um, so with Pizza Co., it's another math game. And um, by the way, this one is gluten-free and dairy-free. <laughs> Notice, that's important to some of us. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, yes. So I love that. With Pizza Co., um, the kids are, are they're learning math, uh -huh. but they're running their own pizza shop. So characters will come on the screen and request different pizzas. Mm -hmm. um, so character will say, I really love pineapple pizzas. So there's all kinds of you know, ingredients, um, and then you, there's a little bit of social, or a lot of social emotional learning. So if the Wonderful. character says they love pineapples and you make an anchovy pizza, the character will actually make these faces like, right. I did not ask for that. I <laughs> I'm not, that. I'm not liking this. Um, and, and then there's money too. Yes, there's money involved. So after they make their pizzas, the character will pay, you give them change, um, and then it goes to levels of how much revenue did you make how much oh. income did you make? Pre-employment yes. skills. Yes, yes. I love it. So this is a, a really fun game, um, also around the five to ten year old okay. age range. So one of the things that you can do is you can go on whichever, uh, like you can go on the Apple Store or the Google Play or whatever and take a look at what all the different apps are that yes. go with these different things. Right. Um, but then we can purchase these individual pieces on their own? So. Pizza Co. is an add-on game, so you'll okay. want to start with a kit. You'll want to start with Little Genius Starter Kit, okay. the Creative Starter Kit, um, or the Genius Starter Kit, okay. and then you add on games. Okay. So once you have the, the kit, which will give you your correct base, then you add on all these different 
adventures. Oh, right. Yeah. I just love this. Uh, and I think it's a great gift for our kiddos on the spectrum. I mean, obviously, this is a great gift and, and great kits for any kiddos. But I think in particular, when we talk about the kinds of things that we're trying to get our kids jazzed about, you're right in line with what we need to do. And that immediate feedback piece is so important. Um, so I really appreciate you guys for what you've done, and I appreciate you coming down and showing it all to us. Thank you for having us. Because it's super clever. Uh, Osmo, y'all, and uh, so Osmo.com. Playosmo.com. Playosmo.com. Uh, but you can also get there from our, our gift guide. If you just click on either of the, the Osmo winners, uh, click on them, and it'll take you directly there. Thank you Great. so much Thank for you. being Thank you. It was us. lots of fun. All right, you guys, we're going to be back. I know you guys are blowing it up on YouTube. Lots of comments. I don't know what they are, but Traven says you got it going on, and we're going to address all of that, plus a mindfulness moment when we come back. Stick with us. Our apologies to Christina Adams. We're so all, all about a time, and I just want to spend a couple of seconds. I will go back in later and see if I can address... Um, Somebody wanted to know, how can we fade out the verbal op operant tact and why? Um, are you talking about the prompt for it? You, would you do me a favor, um, the person who wrote that, and will you do me a favor and email me and tell me exactly what it is that they're wanting to do? Because we want the verbal operant to tact. We don't want to have that fade out, but we would, prompt, we would fade out the prompt for it. Um, and because we, we don't, we want people to learn skills and not have to be prompted forever, but we don't want to fade out a verbal operant. They're important. We all use them every day. So help me to know what that is. Um, okay. And then there's a question about ABA in different states. It's not equal and even. Um, if you are in the state of California, for instance, we, we're, we're just about at the point where we're at 100% of people are covered either through their employer or through Covered California, which is the Obamacare, um, or through Medi-Cal. We're, we're just about at 100%. I think, you know, um, we're, we're really close to being there. And I think with a few new laws taking place on January 1st, we will get there. But that is not the way it is in every single state. Um, in Texas, you have a grant situation where if your child is under the age of five, you'll be granted a certain amount that is not what is in the prescription of best interest for your child. I mean, yes, of course, is something better than nothing? Yes. But we're telling families in Texas, you've got to apply for Medicare and that you should be seeking supplemental insurance through your Obamacare plans in the state of Texas. We now have some form of insurance in every single state in the United States that you can purchase um, that covers ABA. And those plans are pretty good because a lot of times there, there is no copay, which is a, a huge benefit because the copays rack up, right? I think in, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to do a show just about understanding your insurance, what your copay is, your out-of-pocket maximum, all of that so that you can understand what it's going to cost you. Um, but in Florida, you know, the, what has happened with the Medicare in Florida is still upside down. Um, it's very hard to be able to get uh, any provider to f uh, fulfill what they're asking for in, for in Florida. So I really, yeah, Florida is one of the toughest states that there is. Um, but um, I will answer more of these on YouTube because we're, we're unfortunately out of time. And we didn't get to have our mindfulness moment. So for just three seconds here, I want to remind everybody at some point today, stop. Take three slow inhales of breath, three slow exhales. 
I guarantee you that what happens in the next hour will be better and easier than it was if you hadn't done it. Three slow inhales, three slow exhales. That's, that's all I'm going to give you for mindfulness today. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a great, great show. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, and so until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now.